0: Welcome to today's episode of Obsessively Outspoken. I am your host, Remington. I am joined by my co-host, Yellow, and we just want to apologize. We took a week off last week, but now we're back. And so I hope everybody had a good week off, but now we're back and we're excited and we're going to jump right into it. All right, Yellow, how's it going? Good, good. So, Right off the bat, you know about this whole Kanye five-week rollout, right? He's been dropping albums every week for the past four weeks, right? Right. Huh. And so he got into some hot water because of some comments that he made politically. So people were a little iffy about supporting him or buying the albums. Nas dropped yesterday. His His album dropped, yeah, yesterday. And... Little did I know that uh, well, I knew he was married to Khalees. I don't know if you know Khalees, but she's an R&B.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I know her. She came out with um, my milkshake and all the guys to the yard. My, yeah, I know her. Uh-huh.
0: So they were married for some time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got divorced and she came out recently stating that he physically abused her. So, uh-huh. I, so, so a lot of people came out Saying that they're not going to support Nas or his album based off of the allegations, and I'm saying allegations because you know they didn't go to court; it hasn't been proven that Nas domestically, you know, abused her, uh, physically abused her. So this is a trend. R. Kelly, there's a movement against R. Kelly called "Mute R. Kelly" because people are saying they're sick and tired of him like grooming, like little, like underage women to be his sex slave. Of course, everyone know about the uh, famous P tape where he was, you know, caught urinating on, on, on underage girls. Uh, he was married to one time, one time to Aaliyah who was underage. So people are like, I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm sick of it. So there's a, a movement against that. There are other movements against other artists where, Streaming services like Spotify, Pandora are no, no longer playing their music. So, my whole thing is you know, we talked about Roseanne a few weeks ago about whether she should still have a job or not. Now, there's a movement that's saying that these artists should, should be off of these playlists on streaming services. I'm a little afraid that we might get to a point where there will be nobody left around. In the entertainment business, because at some point everyone does mess up. Now I'm not, I'm not condoning what is allegedly happening with these artists, because a lot of them they're still, once again, they're still the, the cases are ongoing. But where do you stand with supporting, let's say, a Nas? Let's say you really like that album, you really enjoyed it. Would you still buy it, or would you hold? Out until there's evidence or it goes to court that he actually laid hands on Cleese or what is your whole take on it
1: um, you know um this situation with um uh, with him and his ex wife like that that that's actually their personal problem that' have nothing to do with me, you know I understand you know the movement you know of you know physical violence it started off with men in position of power taking advantage of uh you know people with least less power but that right there that's a domestic problem that um and they're not together you know their situation is resolved they're divorced and they moved on people moved on who's to say that he's the same guy you know people change you know what do we do? Just because you do one bad thing, does not mean that we gotta hold it against them for the rest of their lives? I mean, it's just it's just so, what it is. At this point, in time it's, it's it's allegations. You know, it's not even proven. Why so am you, I trying? You, to...
0: So you would still buy the album? Yeah. You, you think his personal life and his career, his the music he makes, are too different? That that was resolved. They they, they resolved their problem. It ended in the divorce.
1: That was their personal issue. If if I like the music, yeah. Uh, I will oppose to R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a different uh, breed. R. Kelly, to me, is a menace to society. You know, as opposed to a Nas. Nas had that personal issue with with his wife. Yeah. Um. A few people said, and I, I, honestly, I, I think I, I heard she said that he was abusive when he was drinking. He uh, on he was on the substance. Uh, you know, uh, from drinking, he he did that. Who's to say that he's no longer drinks? Who who, who nobody knows. And then, you know, it's too soon. That's too soon with nice to even come to any kind of judgment or do anything. And even if there was a judgment, I still will not, you know, that won't deter me. You know what I'm
0: saying? Okay, That's, but All but Kelly is a little bit different because we've been hearing this same story for like the past, what, since the, the mid-90s, late 90s? Right. He is, he's a threat to others. He's a threat <laughs> to a community
1: because he's he has people's uh, kids. You know, he had, uh, like, you know, what they say, a cult. And 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 now I'm hearing that he, he's given people uh, infectious um, diseases. STD. STDs. I mean,
0: come on. he He's a, a real menace. So what do you think about people who continue to support him no matter what? I guess it's kind of like Michael Jackson. Like, when he was, when he got into that scandal, there were a lot of people who were against buying his music, but there were a lot of diehard fans who still support him and still support him to this day. So I guess it's just, it's a matter of personal preference. Like some people, if you really like that artist, you can look past or some people don't even think he did it. My whole thing is Michael Jackson to me doesn't have to do it. You have a, a mansion that has 15 bedrooms. If you can't find another room for a child that's underage to sleep in, that's bad enough for me. Now, I'm yeah. not saying I wouldn't buy his, his album. I'm, I'm simply saying that just off of stupidity alone, that there is no other beds, no other bedroom that these kids could sleep in, they have to sleep in the same bed with you, is a problem whether he did something or not. Just off of, it's a, an egregious error of judgment on your part as an adult and as a celebrity. You should have known better. But I, I mean, once again, that's neither here nor there. I just... but, but but the parents the parents didn't do a very good a good job at parenting
1: because like if your kid said um, you stayed at Michael Jackson's house and then the next question was like uh, so where did you sleep and he, they said his bed that should be, that should have already be red flags you know they keep saying uh, uh, you know Michael Jackson um, did these things and whatever the cases but the parents seem to allow it to happen let it happen or uh, you know and and just you know. To play a blind eye to it. It was real bad parenting, if that was even the case.
0: So. Well, uh, okay, so you're right. But then again, it's Michael Jackson. The kids aren't saying that anything happened, and they may feel like, hey, it's a California king size bed. You can fit three people and still be two feet apart from each other. Nothing happened. I mean, I could see a parent rationalizing, you know. Sending their kids over there. Michael was a big kid himself. They have the giraffes walking in the zoo and and the and the roller coaster in the amusement park. So I kind of get that. But when the allegations came out, I mean, what do I mean? Do you do you still support him as an artist or not? And and if people do, is that is that wrong for them to do it? Because I I see people on going back and forth saying you can't tell me who, who i can and who i can't support that's not a reflection on me if i continue to support r kelly r kelly like you said he's in a different category i are people that's enough that, that we gotta put that on the shelf for right now but let's talk about someone like uh like a michael jackson or someone more current like a Nas. where well, you said that's done like that's over they got a divorce but like some of these other artists who are getting into trouble um, constantly with the law, should we continue to support them? Um, before I answer that,
1: um, l- let me get back to Michael Jackson. If, if I was a parent, and um, I know, I, I, I see Michael Jackson, I see how he, he conducts himself, he's, he acts like a big kid himself, you know what I'm saying? I would not, I would start thinking clearly, and set guidelines, or whatever the case is, you know, these are the things that, that would I would have think but Michael Jackson have been is in a different atmosphere also. And to his defense, he never really had a childhood. And on top of that, as a grown man, I mean he did everything he wanted to do. There was nobody to stop him. There was no govern. He's Michael Jackson. He
0: became what do you call I, it? I, I understand, but but he could have put bunk beds in those rooms and have the child sleeping on top. And him sleeping in the bottom, he well, doesn't have to sleep. Well, that, but he,
1: his judgment was way off because he was not thinking as an adult. He wasn't even thinking of that he's going to get into trouble for doing that. that. That wasn't even part of his thought process. And that's what's happened when there's nobody around you to tell you no, it's wrong. This is, you you can't do these things. You know there was nobody to stop him. You know if there was somebody to stop him. You'd have known that you, you can't do these things, you know. Do you do you think he touched those kids or not? I wasn't there, <laughs> but I, not, I in my heart I don't I don't believe so. You know, it was, uh, I was and
0: I I could be proven wrong, but I didn't I don't believe so. Okay, so so we're gonna we're gonna put Michael aside. Let's get back to R. Kelly because you and I both believe that he has done some of the things that he's been accused of. Correct? Yeah. Uh huh. Now, once again, it's still allegations because he hasn't gone to court. He hasn't. He, he's still around making music. He's still touring. People, are st- radio stations are still playing his music. I mean, why? Well, why is it so difficult to? What? Well, what? Well, well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Right? Okay. What's
1: said is one thing, right? But you have parents that's coming out, and he has a direct impact of what his what he, his behavior, his actions. And that what he's doing to their kids and the kids have totally lost connection with their family. He's, he's separate, figured out how to separate them. And it just sort of seems like something nefarious is going on with this guy, you know, and people. So why kids. don't you
0: blame the parents in that instance, but you blame the parents in the Michael Jackson situation on those. Isn't that bad parenting? Because those kids, those, those girls are underage. The, some of the parents came out
1: and was talking about it against it. They're talking about they, they lost control of their, their own kids. They, one minute they were talking about they, they were ambitious, they wanted do, ambitious, they wanted to go to school, they wanted to do um, things with their lives, and boom, they hooked up with Al Kelly, and that's it. They, they everything is just totally gone, you know, along the wayside. So it's like th- that's the that's the thing with him. The, besides what's set out, that's set out there is the direct consequence, of the impact of everybody around him that's complaining of what he's doing, you know. You know, it's clear. It's not allegation that a parent is saying that something
0: is happening. I have no connection with my my kid, you know. Well, Well, no, it is alleged because she doesn't know what's happening behind closed doors in his mansion in the basement with these girls. I mean, he could they could be playing video games for all she knows. All she is saying is I have no connection. There is no communication. And so it feels like my daughter is part of a cult. My whole well, thing is if, if these girls are underage or they're like twenty five years, thirty years younger than him, why are they I, I just this is just wild to me how we keep coming back here when it comes to R. Kelly. It's the same thing for the past twenty years. I just don't understand with him, why can't why can't we get rid of him? I don't understand.
1: Well, he wasn't he wasn't indicted. Um, he wasn't what he call it. Uh, uh, What's that What I'm using? He wasn't um, indicted, right? Um, it's for the last um, thing with the, the underage um, kid, the porn tape. Uh, and um, that kid thing sort of seemed real shoddy. Nothing was, um, you know, normal about that. So he got away with it. So I guess he felt invincible. Like, you know what? I, I could do it as much as uh, you know. With, I could do it anytime I want to, and nothing could stop me. I have power that that power to do it, you know. Because we saw the tape, we saw the tape, and we knew that he was married to um, Aaliyah, um, you know, uh, at a young age. So we know we see a pattern. And don't forget um, the Tory interview when they asked him about um, young
0: girls, um, and he said, "What do you mean?" What did he? About, what, I, yeah, you're right. He asked. Um about teenage girls, if he likes teenage girls. And he said, what is teenage? What do you mean by teenage or something like that? Yeah, clearly something is not right. But I I guess for me, these artists right now, is Kanye is under fire for his political comments. Nas is under fire for his alleged actions. R. Kelly, there's another new artist coming up called Extension. He was uh, accused of, of putting his hands on his girl. You know, of course, outside of music, you have the Roseanne Barr, you have the Samantha B. It's like I don't know. Like, I don't I mean, celebrities are human beings, you know, they make mistakes too. But at what extent do we keep like at, at what extent are we extent are we willing to go to penalize these artists? Should R. Kelly song uh, catalog. I'm sorry, music catalog be erased from all streaming services. Um, no. Okay. What is a what is a suitable punishment? Or you don't think he should be punished at all when it comes to his music? Leave that up to the law. But as far as he's he hasn't been charged, he hasn't been sentenced. His music should be out there freely for people to listen and purchase. Regardless. Right. Okay. Right. All
1: right. And and I I'll tell you something. Um you know, um that's like anybody. Like if they had a, a domestic problem and they came out and um that this person had a domestic problem, what does that mean? That they should
0: lose their employment? Um, well, well, well that's what's happening. A guy there's a guy named Chad Hardwick. Um he has a show on AMC. They uh they they canceled it because his ex girlfriend came out saying that there was some physical abuse happening in their relationship. So this is what I'm saying, this is happening more and more. So should 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 the studios pump the brakes and wait until there is an investigation or should they just off the strength of his ex-girlfriend cancel the show or suspend him until further notice? I mean like Cause this is continuing to happen day, you know, day by day. What, what's the solution? Cause there's never going to be anyone left on television or on the radio because everyone makes mistakes.
1: No, don't ever. It's never a wise thing to rush to, to make a decision like that. It's always best to just um, sit back, wait, wait until the facts come out first, because, you know, there are some people, what if she, she was being um, vindictive and just decided, well, you know what? I want to go after him, you know, and make him feel, you know, hit him where it hurt in his wallet. And they take action. Like, and then it came out, well, it's, she was making this thing up, a
0: story up, or whatever. It, now, happened. it happened.
1: Yeah. So so then we'll have to say, well, then the studio or whatever employment, they deserve to pay that person compensation because, you know,
0: they, they were quick to, ju- to um, react. I mean, I, I get it. I, I still, I don't know. It, it's it's a slippery slope. Because if it's indeed true, you know, you don't want to, con- you don't, I mean, I don't know. The, the more this continues to happen, the more conversations are going to be had on how to properly handle the situation. But I agree with you. If it comes to an artist and there haven't been charges or a person has not been sentenced, then keep the music in public domain. You know, As a DJ or as a radio station, I guess you have the autonomy to play what you want to play. If you feel like you don't want to play his music because of the allegations, then you don't have to play it. And if another station wants to play it, then they can't. You know? And, and it's, it's up to us ultimately as a consumer. I don't personally want to listen to his music anymore. But if the next person does, I don't think that's a bad reflection on them. I don't think that they are endorsing pedophilia. You know, I don't think a person is endorsing domestic violence if they, if they buy Nas' album. Um, but if a person decides not to, that's their right as well. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, too, with Nas, we just heard about this. Uh, With Kanye, these crazy, free-thinking, quote-unquote, thoughts and words and behavior has just come out. So this hasn't really been an ongoing thing. Kanye has always been crazy, and he's always exhibited crazy behavior, but not to this level. So this is new. The Nas thing is new. But if this was ongoing, ongoing, I think it would be a different story. And I think that's why R. Kelly is in a different category, because this is something that just will not go away. I think that's why people feel so strongly about him. But now there are like two sides. People are protesting and then you have the non-protesters and people who are protesting are like, what's wrong with the non-protesters? Like, why are you not protesting against this man? Why are we not muting him? Hey, people think like R. Kelly is the best thing since sliced bread. They love his music and they're able to separate the music from the man. And other people can't do it. So I guess, this, once again, this just comes down to the, to the consumer. If every time you listen to an R. Kelly song and you think about him urinating on an underage girl, then you should not purchase his album ever again. If you can listen to his music and not think about that at all and continue to be in that mood, whatever that music, his music puts you in, then great. So be it. <sighs>
1: You know, an appropriate um, a punishment for him is a conviction. That's an appropriate um, punishment for him. It, it's, it's not... It's, that's, it's not gonna, so,
0: that's not going to happen.
1: I mean, well, that would be the appropriate... That would put a stop to him and his nonsense, you know. If that that, that is indeed what he's doing, you know. Um, because, like, it's a criminal um, act. So, like, it needs to be handled in a criminal court now the last uh, um thing I think it was as smallest like a circus because it was uh it did not work in the you know the fever of the the victim it worked against the victim granted there was a video i mean how could you run away from it when there was a video so i mean that is that is part of the problem that that last
0: thing was was <clears throat> You know, well, um, well, remember there was some ambiguity there. People were saying, like, it's his brother, like, or it's like a what they were, people were saying it wasn't him, it was I don't know, I can't remember, but he, he got a, out of that somehow, some way. And everyone who saw it just quickly forgot about it because he continued to have to make albums. I think, I think, with him and Jay Z, when it first came out, they were coming out with their first album together. Best of both, both Worlds, I believe. Then that whole thing came out and it just messed up the whole rollout. Like the bad publicity, just the album was done. It, was, it didn't go anywhere. Then a few years later, they regrouped, came out with another album and it was kind of like the same thing. Like he was on stage one time and then he ran in the back because he thought he saw someone with a gun. He didn't want to come out and, and Jay-Z was like, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm done with you. Like and some more allegations came out and you know, Jay Z stayed true to his word. You know, he hasn't really he hasn't collaborated or you haven't seen them two in the same space since then. And I don't know. I think I think other artists should have the same attitude. Um just because if it keeps happening, you keep hearing it. Why do you want to attach your career to that? It's, it's suicide. Yeah. As as far as as far as Nas is concerned, you no. Know, it's, it's so funny that uh, I'm surprised people are coming out protesting against Jay Z once four 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 came out. Oh, he cheated on Beyonce. He's such a pig. I'm I'm never by... I guess the album was kind of like apologetic,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he was bearing his soul. So people, I guess fans were like, "We're okay with this," you know. And also, cheating is not a crime. It's immoral. It's not right, but it's not it's not a crime. So I guess that's that's way different than somebody who's been accused of laying hands on their significant other. Right. But but but. Kanye, what he said wasn't a crime. He just said something that people in general think was idiotic. And people were acting like, you know, he committed the highest crime in the land. So I think, I think as fans, we, we just pick and choose. I think people didn't like him already. And this just kind of threw everybody over the edge. People have an issue with his arrogance. People have an issue with the antics. That he he uh, he was known for before and and this now and the climate of the country I think people are just like, No, no more passes. You're an idiot, and we're we're done. Um, it goes deeper than that because like
1: uh, it's more or less like a, a betrayal of trust because um people regardless of what people thought that Kanye was a, a champion for their cause. And um, it's just sort of like threw them left field because they're like, who's this person? It's a a total opposite of, you know, the um, public persona he had, you know, he's the guy that said George Bush don't care about black people. Everybody was like, wow, it took a little guts for him to come out and just say something like that in a time that, you know, the, the hurricane and stuff was going on because it was such a poorly, poor job that was done concerning the hurricane. There's other times he's, he's ranted out and stuff on, and, and, um, on stage and, 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 and do he did it in, in for the simple reasons that, that he felt, you know, uh, um, black um, artists are not given, you know, um, they just do. And he 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 rant and came off and, and he said what he had to say and 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 left it alone. He was really outspoken. People saw that as being a positive, and they excuse all the crazy stuff that he did. But now that you said something like that, I mean, we who is that? Who's our fighter? Our, our our big supporter fighter? You know, is just pretty much throwing us under the bus, and like and with something else go with something. That we don't align ourselves with, so that's the major part of the, of his, his issue that you know this new person and that he's he's become
0: right people, his, his supporters don't like that person that's I think, not... also, I think also not to cut you off, I think he didn't do a great job really explaining himself on his album, like a lot of people said when he made those comments, he either misspoke or it was misinterpreted. That's not re- what he was really trying to say. He had a difficult time accurately articulating himself. But when the album comes out, then we can get a better understanding. And one of the hardest songs on the album, Lift Yourself with him and T.I., wasn't even on it. It didn't even make it. And he really didn't do that much explaining. I think with Nas, is the same thing. Like People were hoping that there would be a, li- a verse or two where he kind of talked about that situation with him and Khalees, and he didn't. And so that's another thing, too. Like, you got to really, if you have a project coming out and there's some there's some drama surrounding your personal life, you may not want to talk about it, but it may be best to, to give us some clarity versus just sweeping it under the rug because it just doesn't look good. Now, I'm not saying that he's guilty. I'm not saying that he did it. I'm just saying I would have wished he... Gave us a verse or two, just a, or a bar of explaining his side, to or maybe, run. or maybe you think maybe you think he doesn't he he doesn't have to. He, maybe you are thinking he he had a divorce, whatever happened happened. Why would I revisit that in my music? I'm past that. Is that what you're thinking? Like why? why? He doesn't have to tell us what happened. But
1: you know he 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 could have used that that platform to because like Jay Z used the platform to tell us what's what's happening in this personal life, you know he didn't have to do that, and, and it worked well for Jay Z because but that's you know, what I'm
0: saying. I think that's why people are more forgiving for Jay Z because the album had such an had such an apologetic, remorseful, contrite theme, and 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 it was so so it was so well done that people were like oh okay you're actually apologizing and you're putting it out there that you did it and you want to make it work and you still love your wife so you're right it's different i think Nas should have taken that approach as well maybe not go into detail but give us something are you sorry did you do it did you not do it do you still love her do you love your child that you i mean give us something um, you know, in in, in a debate,
1: um, the person who stays silent seems guilty. At that point in time, he should have said you, you, that he should have used his platform to, you know, since that was already put out against him, to defend himself or say, or say your part.
0: You don't stay silent. Saying silent makes you look bad. Yeah, you're right. So you're saying Jay Z had to come out with four four four. Um, not necessarily.
1: He didn't have to, but if he didn't, people will, would have
0: mixed feelings about him. But not, for, sure, for sure. He had to tell his side. For sure. <laughs> people had mixed feelings from the elevator incident. And we didn't hear from him. Or any of them. And he wasn't even the one throwing the blows. It was Solange and people were like already saying, what did he do? So he at some point in time he had to clear that up. He he knew he had to at some point in time. And he did it in a very uh in a very well executed manner, which I think Nas should have taken a page out of his book and do the same on Nazir. Where does he go from here? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. And, and you know people are saying, why did Khalees wait until now? People are like, why did she wait until now to, to, to say this when he has a project coming out? Well, I don't think she's trying to mess up his money. If she's receiving child support or, or alimony or whatever, whatever it may be, I don't think she's doing it to mess up his money. I think she just felt like it was the right time to say it. Hmm. So... It 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 is it is what it is. Um, Next topic, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but um, Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade, as we all know, uh, committed suicide a few weeks ago, and that's been in the news. Just suicide on a whole, and it's it's sad when celebrity. It takes a celebrity um, to really bring national attention to to something because people commit suicide every day. Um, but I do think it's a good, it's, it's, let me watch my words. I think it when it does happen and brings attention, it's always bringing awareness to anything is always helpful. It's just um, sad that it had to happen that way. What are your thoughts about uh, Anthony Bourdain and, and Kate Spade?
1: Okay, these were
0: like, you know,
1: public figures, you know, they seem to have, you know, everything, success, uh, wealth, fame, all these um, things that, you know, everybody tried to obtain. And it clearly shows that obtaining and having these things doesn't mean nothing. You could still suffer with, you know, depression you could still think, have, you know, thoughts of suicide. You know, it does not. You're not invincible. You know, um, we see celebrities as having perfect lives, and you know, we 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 wish or dream to be in their shoes, but you know, um, they are just as fragile, uh just as anybody of us out here. You know, they're exposed to all of what we are exposed to. The stress and pressure of life, or whatever the situation is. So, um, I, you know, I've watched um, Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown, and I, you know, I've, I've, I like his show. Um, Kate Spade's, I'm not really 100% um, familiar with her, but you know, I've, uh, you know, after her passing, I've seen what she's done, and and, and she's built an, an empire on a. You know, uh, you know, which is really interesting.
0: You know, a lot of that doesn't happen too often. Right. So, well, I I'm like I'm like you, Kate Spade. You know, I my girlfriend had to tell me because I'm not, you know, fashion design purses, what have you. You know, I you know, now I did not know that she was the sister-in-law of David Spade, the comedian. She married his brother. I did not know that. I know David Spade really well, but I didn't know that he had a brother who, who married Kate Spade. But um, yeah, it it, it was sad, like you said, when I did read up on her, and uh, you know the things that she did, and you know how she connected with people. And then Anthony Bourdain, I love that man. Like I can't remember the show before Parts Unknown, what it was called, or maybe it was called Parts Unknown. Uh, did, he have, did he have another show prior to uh, Parts Unknown on CNN? Or was it always that same segment? No, yeah, it was always that. I don't remember okay. being another any other show. Okay. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed especially when he would go to, like, food trucks and stuff. And, you know, I always looked at him as, like you said, successful, notoriety, was really, really great at his job. A lot of people, you know, really connected with him. And then when that happened, it's like, wow. And the unfortunate thing, there is a term called suicide contagion where, you know, when a a suicide is publicized, there is a a contagious, it becomes contagious. And the suicide rate actually spikes when a person of that celebrity um Uh, commit suicide. It happened with Robin Williams and it happened with a few other celebrities. So you kind of wonder like before you can get over one tragedy, you got to think how many other people are ready to do the same. So I think it's just important to stay connected. I think you and I uh, talked earlier about uh, staying connected and staying connected with the right people, the right energy. I can't stress that enough. Not everyone that's in your circle you have great energy with. Not everyone you vibe well with. And you have to be able to read the energy. You know, you got to be able to check with yourself to see where you are on the mood meter. You know, if you're always sad or you're depressed or so forth and so on, you got to be able to know the signs. And you want people around you to recognize the signs as well. And not saying that that can make. I mean, it can make a difference. But a lot of the times, you hear people say, "We who are closest to them, we had no idea. He seemed he or she seemed so happy." You know, Robin Williams is another one. Like I, I knew that he was he had issues, and I, I knew you could t- sometimes see it in his eyes, behind his eyes, I should say, that he had some dark issues. But then he brought so much joy to so many people it was still difficult for for me to to, to comprehend so like you said you, you know you look at these people and you try to compare your life with theirs which you should never do and that's why because we're all susceptible to to the you know to life's ups and downs you know and you get on social media or you turn on TV and you're like oh man this person's life is so great look at my life you know, they're driving Lamborghinis. I'm driving a 30-year-old Honda. Uh, I, you know, my job is a dead-end job. And you can go down the list. But that person who ha- who looks like they have everything might not be as happy as you think. So that's one lesson that I took away from it. And just, and once again, to stay connected, you know, um, and not try to have my ego get in the way of not talking about it. And you and I have, talked about you know going through dark times and having those same feelings but came out of it through you know whatever means it took and that's just that's just important man you're always going to have dark times but you got to continue to see the light at the end of the tunnel and uh and, and just find a way so i'm almost afraid to 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 turn on the news tomorrow because you just never know. You know?
1: Um, you know, um well, you know, people out here like you know, a lot of um you know the the self the community that we once had, you know, of everybody connected and everybody um knew each other and it was more like a family thing. It, it has, you know, deteriorated. And, um, like, you know, if, you know, we, we connect more with people, you know, you know, go out, you know, and network, you know, talk to people, join a group, do something. Because um, we all have problems and sometimes, you know, um, all we need is just a little talk. And and that's all we need. Sometimes you'd be surprised how um, what a, a how far a good joke could take you or company or whatever, you know. But you know, it's, you know, becoming you know uh, so you know, staying to yourself and you know just keep hopping on on your your misery. It's it's not gonna um, end well. And um, I could say that you know we need to have a little more empathy and you know reach out to people more you know ask them about themselves you know people need that you know and for their mental health and uh, if you see somebody that needs help you know you have to tell them it's not not a shame to you know reach out for some help because it's uh, you know in our community it's it seems like that's not something that we do so right. I, I you know it's not it's it's, it's not a, th- a thing to be ashamed of you know, it, it's, just, it's a real thing. It's time that we take action and, you know, see the appropriate um, professional about
0: this. Right. Well, you know, we just want the listeners to, uh, you know, if you feel like you, if you're having feelings of being down, depressed, or you feel like you're not really in a great space, you know, connect with a friend or a family member, you know, Call the suicide hotline, and just just know it's uh, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And so, always keep that in mind, and things will get better. Now, I'm going to move on from that. We pre- previously we talked about you know artists and celebrities getting into trouble. Samuel L. Jackson, just reading online, made a homophobic uh, slur, alleged homophobic tweet, and came under fire. And now people are asking Capital One, because you know he does the Capital One commercials, the credit card, you know, if they endorse this type of language from their spokesperson. So I, I'm telling you, it's not going to stop. You know who else recently got in trouble? Morgan uh, Morgan Freeman.
1: Yeah, I heard about that. Uh what what became of that? Because I um last I heard, um he was um trying to get a, a, a apology from CNN because they put out that story.
0: I, I yeah, so I don't know what happened I don't know what happened to that, but once again, man, I I wanna I'm gonna tell all the celebrities out there, right now <laughs> it's not the time to go out of bounds. Like just play it safe. Just play it safe. You know, the Me Too movement has hit the movie industry. I am I am scared to death when it hits the music industry. So and it's coming. It's it's coming. So I you know if you if you were Acting accordingly, and you're safe. I will continue on that path. Because right now, as a, as a celebrity, you know, and and, and I also admit, I think some people are too sensitive these days as well. I do believe that. But on the flip side, some of these people have to relax. Some of the things that these celebrities are, are saying and doing, they they have to relax. Like you got, you need someone in your corner to say, you may not want, you may want to breathe for, take a breather for about five minutes before you jump on on Twitter, before you jump on Facebook. This saw for like 10 minutes. And I guarantee you won't be as angry as you are now and you more than likely won't tweet whatever BS you're about to tweet and, and destroy your whole career. Hey, this is going to be an issue. <laughs> well, it's already is an issue, but I'm saying it's only going to become a bigger issue as time moves on. You know, that,
1: that impulse to always react and do um, things, this is why we have stuff you know, that happens, like road rages, and um, you know, um, you know, all these things that's going on, you know, is an impulse to just react and do things is another issue on the uh, on the side but you know um we i don't know when it has it, it became but the, this point where we're so short tempered and we blow up so easy when when that how, um how i i when it that became a thing you know i you know i i know you know new yorkers was known for doing stuff like that but that's a horrible thing to do you know it does not really do nothing you know when one person do it, it's fine, but you don't know the reaction of the other person that you're doing it to, because you know the the other person's reaction might not be what you're expecting, and that's what could be the problem right there. You know, so the, the online this thing of just you know fought tweeting or you know losing your mind tweeting, and then deleting it and thinking that it's no longer on the internet. You're delusional. <laughs> you just did something permanent. You know, you've done something permanent for, for a brief moment of your emotion. And, of course, people turn around and they apologize. Damage is already done. You know, so. When,
0: when did we get so sensitive as a society? Because let me tell you right now, in living color, we're not fly today. It just wouldn't. It just some of the skits on there just would not fly. Some of the you know videos and like it just would it just it just wouldn't fly. Some of the things Martin, you know, the way he used to treat, like the way he used to talk to like okay, I'm going past Martin. All in the family. The way Archie Bunker used to talk to Edith. Pat, let's go past that. The honeymooners. Bang, zoom, like literally talking about punching his wife all the way to the moon. Like, you can't you can't say that now. You can't tell your have a show and tell your wife on the show stifle herself? <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? You can have a a a, a skit show about two Gay men reviewing movies. It just, just wouldn't fly. Now, once again, we weren't that sensitive back then. But for some reason, somehow, we have just gotten really, really, really sensitive. And there is a line. Don't get me wrong. But for some people, that line is way, like, a whole lot closer than I think it should be. Comedians now have to change their whole routine. We can go back to the 90s to stand-up comedy and those those guys cannot say the same jokes today. No way. What do you think it is? How did yeah, we get so yeah. sensitive?
1: Remember those, those um, your mama jokes? Mm-hmm. Th- that was insulting. You know, you it, it was insulting each other's mothers. But and and the the insulting part of it was what made the joke funny, because it w- it was ridiculous and it was it was funny because like you know um you know so like you know um I don't know I don't I don't hear them they're making your mom your mama jokes no more so I don't know right now if it's a it's the wrong thing to do,
0: you know the the far side do you remember the far side the rap group that sung um that made the song passing me by they yeah, had yeah. a song they had a song on their album called your Mama." that it was mama jokes your mama is so fat da da, da da that that's what that's what the song was about. the whole thing was about mama jokes they made a song they made a rap song about it so i you know i just i don't know you know I hope we can get back to a place where a comedian doesn't feel like, you know, their material has to be screened or, or the comedy police, you know, are going to arrest them if they say something that's slightly uh, offensive. I mean, there there are some things where you go too far. I get it. But if it's funny, you make a lot of, out of it and it's, it's lighthearted, like, you get it. You laugh at it. You laugh at your pain. That's what makes it. That's what made us as a society deal with things in a in a in a way where, you know, we can swallow it. You know what I mean? It wasn't we didn't take take offense to it that much. It was funny. While we laugh, while we're thinking about it, we're also laughing. Now, you can't say that. There was a, a girl that tried to give a speech on campus about I can't remember what the topic was, and they cut her off on the mic. Like you can't even like your speeches has to be vetted and and scream to the umph degree before you can say anything. I just like, you know, free speech has the right to offend. That's part of free speech.
1: Yes, it does. It definitely does. And, um, like, if it's being governed, of course it's no longer free. So, um, we need to be very careful on like you know the the fact that we um we do stuff like that you know uh we we can't you can't be so you know quick to to stop everything that happens you know because then what we in a position will be in a, we'll end up in a position where there's nothing that we could say because and don't forget the fake outrage Every time you say something, somebody oh they're outrageous they're outraged about it. How, how dare you say this? How
0: dare you say that? You know well, so- that's what I'm saying. People are just too and, and like you said, it's, out, it's manufactured outrage, and, it, and, and a lot of it is ridiculous. once again, there is a line, sure, and you can' go too far as a person of, in, in, in the public or, or a comedian. But we also should be able to say things without the fear of backlash and feeling like the worst person in the world. So you, you're right. There is a lot of uh, outrage.
1: And, and I want to I want to give you another thing um, here. Um, content. Yeah, yeah, um. You know. Um. The opposite of of um that is um trolling, right? Mm-hmm. And that seems to be a big thing now. You know, everybody wants a troll because it gives them the maximum amount of attention.
0: So yeah, yeah. I mean, you you're right. You're right. And I think that's just I don't know. I try not to pay it any attention. I know they call that clout chasing, where you're just saying stuff and you're just doing stuff, taking videos and stuff just for clout you know, just to get hits, and uh, I think it's just ridiculous. This is, uh, I I'll, I'll pay no mind. So, all right, so it looks like we're done. We're almost at the hour mark. You know, I always ask you, is there anything that you would like to talk about before we call it a wrap? Okay. This week here, um,
1: two people um, told me about my weight. Now I'm a six foot one guy. I am not morbid obese. I might be slightly overweight, but I'm not morbid obese. Morbidly obese. Morbid. Thank you. Morbidly obese. And some they, two guys mentioned my weight. And I kind of find it funny that men is mentioning other men's weight, because that sort of thing seemed like, to me, that's what women would do. But men has
0: put themselves in the forefront of that. So this new well, thing... Well, well you, you do know men are getting plastic surgery at a very high rate in 2018. I'm talking about liposuction, I'm talking about, um, um, you know, in certain muscles and, and bicep, bicep injections and Botox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that was a thing? No, I did not know that was a thing. And I think this whole thing about, you know, um, but your boy, your boy went on the rant on TMZ about getting lipo. Because his brother-in-law, made fun of his brother-in-law Rob at the at the wedding, so he didn't want to be made fun of, so he got light bulb. This is, this is the first time, this, this was actually the first time I heard of this,
1: you know, this is the first time I heard of it, and, 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 and now that he did that, and now you're telling me that is a thing. I, I never knew that. But anyway, that said, you know, this thing about every minute you gotta mention somebody about their weight, and, t- and talk about their weight, and this fat shaman.
0: All right. So, what was said exactly by those two men who said something about your weight? One guy told me he'll stop giving me rice because look at my belly. Okay. And what was, what did the other person say?
1: The other, he said to me, look at my stomach.
0: What's going on? Okay. I mean, that is a little, I mean, I don't know. I, why are you looking at another man's stomach to that degree? I mean, what do you think? Do you think you can lose a little weight on your stomach?
1: I don't need nobody telling me nothing. I, 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 let me decide to make that choice on my own. I don't need to be self-conscious or made, made to feel bad that I'm gaining
0: weight or I have weight on me. That, well, that... Welcome to 2018. I don't know where you've been, but this is a thing. And it shouldn't be,
1: it should not be, you know, you don't tell people stuff like that, you know. And and furthermore, you know, um, be realistic. You know, the um, average American, um, and my stats might not be accurate, but uh, 100% accurate. But average American adult is either obese, you're a morbid obese. And with me being a little overweight, considering I'm 43 years old, I mean, like, what do you expect? You expect to look like you're in your 20s? It's, it's normal and it's, uh, it's perfect to look, have a little something on because your body doesn't process uh, food the same as, you know, when you was that age. Look back at, at times of people in their 40s. How they used to look. Actually, be honest with you, people are looking better now in, in their forties. But look at the the things some of them put themselves through. You know, if you're contented, you're happy. Why are you trying to, you know, live on something that that may not even be sustained?
0: You know, what, not everybody what, have great genes. Huh? What What does the guys? The the two men who told you about your weight, what do they look like? Are they muscular? Are they lean? Or are they... no?
1: They both got they go. They both got stomachs. They both got low weight too. They both have had weight. And and there's a funny thing about it is that they have weight issues themselves.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a thing. This is it, fat shaming is a thing. Now, now you might have thought it was more a female thing, but no, it crosses gender lines. It's it's a it's a male and female. I'll be honest with you, I didn't know that men were getting lipo until Kanye said it, and I didn't know men were getting Botox until I read it, and 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 these other surgeries because now they're becoming cheaper, and it's easy for a man to just walk into an office, you know, real quick, and you know they're not having Botox parties, but they're they're sliding into their nearest, you know. Um, what do you call them? Aesthetician and getting some work done real quick and coming back out, feeling, looking good. That's the thing. So I guess we I mean, we always paid attention to our weight. I, at least I know I did. I never thought it was just a, a, a women, a female thing ever. Um, I just didn't pay as much attention, but I always paid attention. I knew I was overweight at one point. I knew I needed to lose weight and I did lose weight. But now you're having people looking at you, you know, crazy. And like you said, making you self-conscious, you have to be very careful of that. Even with men, even hearing it from another, another guy, you can still feel the way. So you're right. You really don't need anybody telling you that. But that's, the, that's 2018, 2018. People will just tell you how you look and how, or how you should look and not feel any way about it.
1: Like like it's something good. They they're giving telling you for you. No, it's not. It's not a good thing, you know. Um and, and considering, you know, that in this culture we so overworked. There's no time really to um actually maintain like um like you know um have a like go to the gym and, and keep a, a a gym schedule. You have so much more important things in your life going on, you know. Now
0: you uh, try to get. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. Nothing is more important than your health.
1: Do Agreed. Not, do not, Agreed.
0: Do not Do not get me started on that. Do not sit here and 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 say that your work is more important than maintaining and improving your health. And that's and that's part of the problem. Now you don't want to okay. do it because uh, you don't want do right. to do it. You don't want to do it for right. van- for vanity reasons. You don't want to do it so people can say you look good, but you definitely want to do it to be, to be healthy. And that's the problem. The okay. priority well, well, in this country is backwards. Wait a minute.
1: Okay, so then we got to go there. Because it's not everybody that that um jobs allow the uh, allows them to do that. That is not true. That is Okay, not true. so
0: so 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 tell me. Like with a truck driver, how how do, you notice a lot of obese truck drivers, right? Right. And it's because they're not changing their diet and they're not active. It's impossible but, but, to be. But, but it's not just truck drivers. There are a lot of jobs in America in America, where you're sedentary, where you're sitting at a desk in front of a computer all day. You have to make a conscious effort to fit it in when you can, whether that's waking up an hour early or going after or just working out two days on a weekend when you're not working. But you have to make the time. And if you have a job that you feel gives you no time whatsoever for you to improve and maintain your health, then you might be in the wrong job. Because your health comes first over anything. Because if you're not healthy or you're not around, then you can't do the job that doesn't afford you time to be healthy.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, a lot of people are not that disciplined. But, uh, and that's...
0: But, 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 but my point is, that's what I'm saying. It goes back to the individual. Do not run yourself ragged. Do not kill yourself for a job that's not going to reciprocate that same time, energy, and, 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 and blood, sweat, and tears that you're putting in. Make sure you're doing what you're doing so you can be around. Because that job is going to be around way longer than you are, as is. So you still wanna make sure that you're doing the things so you can stay around as long as you can. That's all I'm saying, by any means necessary. Now you're right, some jobs are harder than others to work out, but it's important. It's very, very, very important. It has to be number one, two or three on your priority list next to your family and what else, but job? No, Mm -mm. Listen, if I didn't work out every day, because you know I sit at a desk all day, every day, and I, and we all say this at the job, we will we'll all be obese. And I, I can look at people who don't work out. When I started working there, I gained 18 pounds off right out the gate. And I'm like, this can't, no, this can't be. This job is not gonna do this to me. I refuse. You just have to make the time. You gotta make it a priority.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying. You. You're not. You're not saying nothing new that wasn't that wasn't wasn't said before you or know, previously. You know, if you go to your doctor, they'll tell you the same thing. If you know, um, you you watch a um, what do you call it? These um, exercise videos or shows or anything about health, they say the same exact thing. Well, it just come to the willpower of the person. Say,
0: you were trying to say, your job prevented you. From being healthy. And I just wanted to. No correction. I said not everybody
1: uh, has that same opportunity,
0: you You know. uh, Because of their job. You said not everybody. And 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 I'm saying that no matter what job you have, no matter how hectic the schedule may be, you still have to find the time. It's up to you. Don't leave it up to your employer because they're not going to look after your health. They're not gonna look after your well-being the way that you are. Yep. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. That's all. Yeah. I, that, that. That's all I was saying. Now that's neither here nor there. I'm not saying that you know that has a reflection on you and your in your stomach. I'm just simply saying that. I you know, okay. I agreed already. Can, can we wrap it up now?
1: <laughs> I want to talk some more
0: about your stomach. You want to talk about my stomach? What did my stomach ever did to you? I just think it's funny that they said that to you, and you weren't like, "Huh? What?" Or you didn't even say, "Look at your stomach." That's like the automatic response when somebody says something about somebody's hair, and they have a uh, having a bad hair day. They say, well, "Why? Are you, how are you going to talk about my hair? Look at your hair. How come you didn't say anything? How come you didn't?" Oh, my response was my response was you
1: know um. Well, I have one muscle. One muscle. People have six and five muscles. I have only have one. Have you ever seen it before? It's your first time seeing it. What's the problem? When somebody have five and six, you don't you don't make a big deal out of it. You see one, you 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 you, it, you notice it. Well, that's it. That's all I said.
0: Alright. Oh, okay. So lesson lesson here is don't let anyone tell you. Don't let anyone negatively tell you or talk to you about your weight. Is that it?
1: Listen, you can you you know, people see stuff and you just got to bounce. You have to have a tough skin and just let it bounce off of you and just, you know, keep it moving. You know, you can't please everybody. Don't expect to look for please from people. You know, you just have to be comfortable in your skin and just let it ride. That's all you can do. You know, You, you know, people will talk. Tyler Perry said that once you know people will talk and talk from the from when from birth to the even after you're dead they'll still talk about, they'll still talk you can't
0: stop them from talking so just let them talk that's all. all. Right. Point taken. You're right. I'm glad you're not negatively affected by it, are you?
1: No, no, I'm I'm not. Not.
0: but I I I do think see a lot of people are impacted
1: by that because it's said too often and people don't don't know how inappropriate it is. And it's not something that you should be said, said to another person. Because you're making them self-conscious in themselves. Not every minute they're looking down at their stomach and they have issues with their stomach.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, lucky for you, you have thick skin. All right, wrap it up. All right, it's a wrap. Thank you all for listening to this episode of obsessively outspoken see you all next week later yellow all right later if you enjoyed today's episode please feel free to subscribe share and give a review your feedback is always welcome you can also send me a voice message via anchor as well you can find Obsessively Outspoken on every platform where podcasts are available. If you want to reach out, you can follow me on Twitter at Remsin R-E-M-S-I-N, and Instagram at RemsenClear, R-E-M-S-I-N-C-L-A-I-R. Hope you had a great time. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Bye-bye.